book talk. And we'll let Jenny take over and she'll throw it to Nolan and we'll get started. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Book Talk. I see lots of people that we haven't seen before, and that's always a cool thing. And hope everyone's had a good reading week. Nolan? I'm here, and I did have a decent reading week, but I almost always do. It's it's really rare when I'm going to complain about a slump. I, 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 I have them occasionally, I guess, but not as often as you as you hear some people describe so i'm blessed in that regard i suppose but um yeah it was a good a good week labor day was just mostly a book day for me which was exactly right that was how i wanted it and it was so yeah i had an excellent week labor day was a good day to read around here yeah yeah I, so i know we've got a lot to do but here's a great story real quick. Just to, uh, okay, I'll keep it brief. I have a Victor reader Trek that I use at night to read NLS books or other, or audible. Um, I do it at night because I don't want to have to deal with too much with my iPhone. It's a work phone as well as a personal one. So I really want that battery charged, ready to roll as a work phone not as a reading device, right? But this Victor Trek, when I bought it, I charged the battery using a USB charger that was forcing too much voltage into that battery too early or too quickly. And as a result, it swelled up and didn't quite explode, but it, it warped itself and did some ugly things to the connectors in my Victor Trek. So I bought a new battery from uh, uh, Access Tech in Salt Lake City. He stores, uh, stocks those batteries and um, had to duct tape it to the Victor Trek, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine unless you bump the Trek inadvertently a little harder than you might normally handle. That point, the Trek turns off. When you fire it back up, the battery has almost completely discharged. So it does work. It's it's sort of okay there, um, but I have to be very careful and handle it with something even more delicate than kid gloves. And my oldest daughter, who is a bit of a technology person, and I were talking about that problem I have, and she said, you know, I, I understand you don't want to take a big 10-inch iPad into the bedroom. That's ridiculous. I get that you don't want to use your phone. She said, I picked up a Kindle Fire 7 Generation 12 for $40. Do you think that's something that you could use as a backup nighttime reader in case this Victor thing finally really does just, just uh, bite it and die? And I thought, oh, it's going to be an Android-y type device. It's going to be awful. I'm going to hate it. I don't know how to tell her. That, uh, I don't want to be ungrateful. So I, I kind of smiled and said, okay, sure. Yeah, I'd love to I'd love to try it. That'd be great. Thanks. And so she bought a case and, uh, all you know, just really was wonderful in gifting me this $40 Kindle Fire 7. And, and I fired up Voice View, which is the screen reader that Amazon uses. And guys, I am blown away by the amount of accessibility in that thing. I never thought that it would work as well as it does. There's some clunky things. It's not Apple. 
not even close. I get that part, but my gosh, for $40, I have a bard reader. I have a Libby and it will do audible and it will do Kindle, of course, because that's what it is. But my goodness, if all you want to do with this thing is turn it into a, a reading machine and it'll do other stuff. It has a camera. It'll do email. It'll do your basic smartphone kinds of, or smart device tablet things. But if all you're doing with it is using it as a, a reading device, as a backup, my goodness, for 40 bucks, I, I lucked out. I really was thrilled with it. And the accessibility of voice view is more impressive than I thought it would be. But then I, I admit the bar was pretty low. Well, I will tell you, Nolan, we just ordered something last week and got it. And I installed it because my Victor Trek kind of bit the dust. <laughs> so we went to something called the hymns player. Well, yeah, I've heard of it. Do Bard and Audible. Right. And Libby and all your other things. Right. But now I can do Sirius XM on it. I can right. do Amazon. I can do all of those things. But you are right. That is a good reading machine. That's right. That yes. you have there. That's yes. a very good. And it's really, I think it's a psychological thing. There's right. really not that much. When you are familiar with what you're navigating, you won't be able to tell it's an Android base or a Apple base. You're, you're correct on balance. I think you're right. Apple won't let you do the things that some of those devices will. So you can have your Bard app. You can have yeah. all the apps yep. you, you ever wanted. And guys, for 40 bucks, it's, you know, I get it. If you don't like touch devices, then you're not going to like this either. But, but this that I've got, you don't have to depend upon touch because it's, but I've got one of those that, that you explained too. I mean, that you have. Yeah. But yeah. With, with somebody else has an opinion. Yeah, let's go to, yeah, let's bring, uh, say hi to Jane. Jane, how are you? I am awfully glad to be here today, and I love all this tech talk, but I really want to talk about Noah Roberts' book, Identity. So, we'll get there. Yeah. Okay, hurry. We'll, we'll, <laughs> I'll wait. I wasn't going to even bring this up except that, quite no, frankly, was I was important. really touched by the gift itself and the, the yeah. cheapness of it. Just, yes, for goodness sakes, to do you know what it can do for 40 bucks you can't go wrong where it's, where it, did she find it nolan do you know yeah she bought it from amazon itself <laughs> really yeah so let's line up y'all yeah. i was trolling for stuff like that and and always finding amazing prices on things i got an alexa here for 29 dollars that she, mm. she we are, we always like to hear that stuff nolan so anytime you can provide us any of that information we're, we're always you know. we're always I know, open to it what um, what i hate is when people tell me about all their good finds and then say it's well over. my friend found it on sale blah blah yeah blah. yeah <laughs> it's all over yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's too bad so anyway i didn't mean to go off topic but i i bet that i'm not the only one who doesn't want to buy a victor stream 3 because there's no audible and i could have bought a sense a book player i get that but uh boy this was a lot cheaper that, that reminds me, while you're talking about, not it doesn't have any 
necessarily anything to do with Victor Stream 3. But, but you know, there is something that I found out about that is sort of an alternative to Audible. It mm-hmm. may not have, it doesn't have all of the podcasts and all that stuff that Audible has. But if you want books and you're somebody who wants to pay as you go instead mm-hmm. of worry about, you know, whether your credits expire right. and you don't want to pay right. X amount of dollars a month and not get anything for that month or whatever, right. check out Chirp, right. C-H-I-R-P. Good stuff. And it's yep. it's a, a neat little app. It's a simple app. It just has the library and your settings for the library and the books mm-hmm. that you have in your library and mm-hmm. a play button and a pause. And, and on that Kindle device, too. No, they have, I'm sure it's available, yeah. <laughs> and they have really good deals. I bought, They do indeed. I get the I, emails every day from them about deals that they've released for that day. I bought a book that would... When it goes back to regular price, was going to be twenty four ninety five, and I bought it for four ninety nine. Exactly. Yeah, that's. And they're audit audible, and they're good narrators. Audio, and this audio, one is uh, right. narrated by January Lavoie. So. Right. Exactly. So yeah, they're good quality books, and you're right. That's a good resource. So I apologize to the group for not bringing up uh, for bringing this up when we got a buddy read we need to get to, but. Um, I figured there had to be somebody else out there like me who wanted something cheap and dirty. <laughs> and this is it. So. I want to say hi to Jan, too. I noticed Jan's a first-time listener. Mm-hmm. Jan from Ohio. I think she's in the room. I need to call her out and embarrass her just a little bit. She's <laughs> on go. one of those hymns players. It actually has Zoom on it. So she's, wow. she's on her Zoom Good deal. Sitting here listening. Good deal. That's excellent. All right. Well, I've I've detracted us for 12 minutes, and I'm sorry that happened, but shall we get to the book? Yes. So we chose to read, as a group this month, Identity by Nora Roberts. And um, I, yeah, let's go ahead and let's go to with the raised hand yeah let's go to jane again so jane go ahead and hit your unmute key again okay i think am i you got it yep you're good phew i would like to say about nora roberts she writes across a lot of different genres as long as they have some kind of romance in them some kind of suspense usually her more recent books do a very fine job of dealing with particular issues that happen around us. Um, Undercurrents dealt with uh, parental abuse and children and how they grow through or get out of it. Um, Night work, I I still want to be a pickpocket after reading night work. I think I could be a good one. (laughs) But she deals with thievery and and who does it and how they do it. Um, the book Identity is my new favorite one of hers uh, because it deals with something that just it, it can trouble a lot of us to think about um, a lot. She does a, a remarkable job of character development in this book, I think, and her conversations I've copied 
some of the lines um, from the book because I keep quotes. Um, I think it's I think it's a really good book, a solid book. Uh, so I just want to say that to start with. Anyway, great, thank you. Yes. I well, the one thing I had trouble with with in most of her recent books, the descriptions of home decor are way beyond what I would do. Um just the details of them, but it makes you think, okay, how would I do that if I were redoing our family room or our big open kitchen? What would I do alike or differently than I have done? Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, have, have you read it, Nolan? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's a good book. There are tons of other really good books out there too. So, um, but I'm not. Oh, I'm surprised when I would recommend um, a Nora Roberts book as much as I would recommend a couple of her recent ones. I, I really do recommend them. Hideaway was wonderful. Anyway, All I'm right. going to shut you. up. Yes. Thank you. No problem. Two any other raised hands? We do not have any raised hands. Outstanding. For what it's worth, I really appreciate perry your your work on this i this would be a nightmare if we had to had to if i had to do this as been well we now do have a raised hand and it is from uh, carl so carl if uh, you want to unmute i think i did you you're did. good hey no by the way it, it hey. is a play it is a pleasure nolan to, to work with you guys you guys do a good oh, job it's a pleasure to be here we're grateful believe me go ahead carl uh, i saw your email just a while ago and i thought well, i just read just read that book like day, i just finished it like day before yesterday and i thought well isn't that <laughs> coincidence they had this book so i just I'm wanted to comment one of, the, one of the things that amazes me about just books like this in general is the i think i think to myself you know how could i write a something like this with i mean I, i'm thinking of the description of the bartender lady and how she makes all those different drinks and stuff now i don't drink but but it's fascinating to me that i mean how did you learn all that stuff you know i mean that how do you amazing yeah. how do you do that because she had she seemed to know a lot about hospitality you know running a you know a, a place like that a resort what, what kinds of things happened hotel rooms and things and I've never done that, but I've been involved with setting up like conventions and stuff. And, you know, you have to deal with catering and all these things, but I don't know how in the world, I mean, it, I, I, I believed it was very believable, I guess is what yeah. I wanted to say to me. And yeah. I thought that she, was really interesting. She, she was impressive in her ability to be efficient and to get that done. And you really, I don't know. She was just one of those people who, if you walked into her establishment, you know, she's going to treat you well and do the best she can for you. And was it, you're right that was interesting yeah just just a detail i don't know how you just i guess you just have to research that stuff and i guess what other also amazes me is if you have to do the kind of research that, that she is prolific as she is you yeah. know she's got her books uh, jd rob books all the other books that she writes yeah. my goodness you know she's she's got a lot going on you're right that's astounding you almost wonder if she doesn't have some kind of staff somewhere is doing some kind of some of this research she might have and you know she probably could afford it now yeah, exactly <laughs> by the, the way folks thing... carl is the person who operates and owns access tech that i referenced earlier mm -hmm. who stocked those stream batteries so it's an honor to have him here yeah, i think i have one left so I'm all right for one. Uh, <laughs> i haven't bought any more because we don't they don't make stream twos anymore right and they i don't uh 
I'm well, being be... extremely careful with what's left of mine. Believe me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes well, two I, of us. <laughs> I, I've seen batteries look like what Nolan described, and holy cow! I don't know what happens to those things, but it's ugly. It really is. <laughs> it, it adds. Carl, new... I really appreciated what you said about her efficiency in describing some of the settings. I wanted to become a bartender after I read that. <laughs> You know, just, and I've asked some people, what do you call the back bar? What do you call the quick rack or the, I can't remember, but the stick. I mm. loved it that they call the front counter where people said the stool's a stick. I'm going, mm -hmm. wow, just pretty, it just makes you want to be able to do as well at whatever you write or however you communicate. Yeah. Generated that in me. No question. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, Let, we have let's other, go yeah. to Gil next. Hey, Gil. Yeah. Uh, I um, wanted to chime in here and uh, comment on the the amount of personality that, that Nora Roberts builds in her character. It's just amazing to me, the, uh, the amount of personality that she describes and and uh, also her just her writing style is just so wonderful and uh, it was just a joy to read this book and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well and I liked that there were some as serious as the book is there were some times when I caught myself laughing at some of the dialogue and the things that happened to I was surprised that I liked it as well as I did. I went into this with a lot of ambivalence. And uh, so I, I can talk about that later. Seems like we have hands up. Do we not? We do not. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I up on there for a moment and then. Yeah. We went through yeah. at three in a row and then. Right. Right. Three. And then we had zero. So went to yep. Zero. Yeah. Don't be shy oh. guys. We need your help. I am. I waited until Friday to read this. I just, I put it off and I put it off and I, oh, it's a rom It's going to be a lot of romance. I don't, oh, I don't want to read that stuff. I just, uh. and I'm grateful by the way to Gil for his work at providing romance reviews to my list because he balances things out so well. And he's done yeoman's work the last couple of weeks. It's just astounding uh, in a matter amount of input. But anyway, um, I, so I waited and waited and finally, you can't put this off anymore. You you can't go in there on Tuesday and sound like a complete idiot. You need to do at least read it. So I read it and I came away really surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I, I stayed with it. It was a, not something that became a chore. Yes, there is romance, but you're going to get that with Nora Roberts. That's it's like walking into a Chevrolet dealership and assuming you can buy a, a new Ford that won't happen. You know, if you, if, She's a romance writer, so you are going to get romance in here. Um, you're not going to get edge-of-the-seat thriller-type stuff. That's not what this is, in my opinion, at least. But um, I was surprised at how how much I liked it. I think one of the reasons I did like it as well as I did is that the character of Morgan was so well-drawn and so detailed. Uh, you just you became her friend. You became someone who, um, 
who wanted to to be part of her life or her her orbit whatever you want to call it and uh it's really good it's i was surprised um, well and i admired morgan because not everybody would have a situation that she was dealing with and and want to get strong enough and get good enough to defend herself. I mean, some people would be, they, they'd become shut-ins and stay in the house and not go on with their life because they would be so afraid that something would happen. Exactly. Yeah, that was impressive. Let's bring back uh, Carl. He would like to comment again. Go ahead, Carl. Thank you. Nolan knows that I can't shut up sometimes, but um, <laughs> okay. I, um, I, uh, you know, just want to talk a little bit about the, the the situation she was in. Of course, I've never been in that situation, but you know, it it is realistic because I have had at least two situations. One time, uh, Capital One called me up and said, now, "Did you buy these uh, three airline tickets for twelve hundred dollars a piece?" And I said, uh, "No." Um, I did not. And, you know, fortunately, they saw that and took that off. I don't know who did. Somebody did. And then I had a man I was supposed to buy uh, insurance from, life insurance, I think it was from. And I wrote him a check. Um, and what he ended up doing was was uh, changing the numbers and cashing it himself. And we ended up having to go to court over it. Um, so, you know, I mean, it does happen. This sort of thing, you may think, well, that's that happens to some people, not to me. But it, it it's not exactly the same situation. Nobody was stalking me or going to try to kill me. But it certainly is frustrating because it puts you in a mess when you've got that sort of thing happens. You know, and I've had situations where I've had to end up changing my credit card number, which I hate because I have memorized it now, which is dangerous. But I have uh, now I can just type it in on Amazon if I want to without mm -hmm. even thinking about it. But those those things do happen. So it was it was yeah. the, the the idea was realistic. You know that that people can certainly do those things. Oh, people during the pandemic tried to file fraudulent unemployment cases mm -hmm. in my name uh, with the state of Ohio and the university had to step in and, and tell the state, no, no, don't pay those. He's employed here. It was a it was an ugly mess. It took me three months to clear that stuff up. It was brutal. And oh. I did nothing. I mean, I they just found my name somewhere and filed these unemployment claims. So it's a mess. One of the and I'm Jane hopping back in. One of the things I really appreciated, Carl, and I agree with you about this, is how she had to become bold enough to, quote, kick ass and fight back. Um, I've only been assaulted twice, only. And in both cases, what mattered to me most was that I didn't try to run because that would have been unsafe for me. And so I was I just dug in and I wrote down her S I N G thing and you know I thought about that a lot. Just go after their throat and their eyes and the rest of their anatomy. You know <laughs> she did a a strong job of the realities of that, I thought. One thing I will say, when she was talking about identity theft, Jenny and I had this happen to us once, uh, a couple times actually, but once I remember after our first anniversary, the hackers came in and cleaned out our checking savings account. Golly, and, golly. Uh, they put like 
shipped 20 packages and they all came to our address. They were out on the porch. It was quite a first remember. We've been married now, what, 20, 21 years. But I can remember how we had to go days without uh, money and things like that. And the bank threatened, well, Jenny, wow. we're going to take legal action against you if this happens again and you can't have an account here. And then somebody must have changed their mind because they figured out it was fraud. But what? What I don't understand is why in the first part of the book when she was having all that happen to her and she was losing her home and this, that, and the other, that seemed a little unrealistic. It looks like the bank or somebody could have stopped some of those charges. Maybe, maybe that's today's world and it didn't happen then. I don't totally understand that. Well, they didn't stop any of ours. I um, I hear commercials all the time for a company who tries to protect you against home title theft. <laughs> so life. I guess that's a bigger thing than I think it is. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, you're right, though. She didn't cover a lot of the machinations of the, the identity theft. I thought it was too easily glossed over and handled. Um, I don't know. It would have been good to it would have been good to have more details um, about what she had to endure. I think people would have been fascinated by that. But maybe on the other hand, people just know that stuff already, having a lot of us been through it and had to regroup and put ourselves back together. So I don't know. Looks like we have a hand up. Huh? We do. Carl is back. I'm sorry, I keep jumping in here, but no, you're fine. You know, I, I, I think was that Jane talked about how the how uh, Morgan, you know, learned how to kick ass really. And I was thinking, maybe it, maybe it's just me, but um, when I read stuff like that, I know I shouldn't think this, but it's a little bit like the ending of Stephen King's Carrie. I thought, yes, you people deserved every bit of it, and yeah. I, I I thought the same thing here. It was like, you know, good for you, and I don't know. Mm -hmm. I guess I guess that's terrible, but uh, I thought. When I heard when I when I heard that I thought, yeah, that's just like Carrie. You know, I thought I was so I was happy to see them them uh, her him get his uh, his comeuppance, if you will. Mm-hmm. I had the same re reaction. I was like, good, you get what you got, what you deserve so much. And yeah, I thought it was I thought it was outstanding in that regard. Um, I thought her support system was great too. Yeah, I didn't think that they would rally around her, but her grandmother and mother were very, very supportive along with her coworkers and employer and a lot of her friends, how supportive they were. I guess it just goes to show if you're a good person, basically, and you really, a lot of people are gonna look out for you that you don't realize really what do the kids say now? Have your back. Right, right. What they say. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, well, and I thought it was cool how the lady, and I can't remember her name now, the lady that, that was sort of fighting with her at first when she first started working in the bar, she ended up. They, oh, yeah, they Opal? Sort of was became that her name? Friends. Yeah, Opal. Yeah, they yeah. sort of became friends, and then. 
I knew I knew you if you gave it a chance, I knew you would like this book. Because I there outside of like the vampire type stuff that I'm really not into. I haven't yeah. read really read a bad Nora Roberts book. Well, good for you. I see. I had I did my snooty nose in the air thing. Ew, that's just romance. I'm not going to read that crap, man. <laughs> but so, it's got yeah. a plot. It's not a bodice ripper. <laughs> it's not a plot. Exactly. No, I get it. And you probably have have helped change me a little bit on that score. But uh, um, I yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I. Thought that um, what obviously what Nina went through was pretty horrible, and 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 you see her even in the brief amount of time she's in the book uh, portrayed as someone a who doesn't deserve this, and b as as someone who had she been allowed to live, almost surely would have helped Morgan realize her dreams, and uh, Morgan wanted to have her own her own bar in three years that was her kind of goal when she was living in suburban baltimore or wherever it was and um and nina would have been one of those build a bridge reach out and lend a hand kind of people who would have almost certainly helped her achieve the goal had she had she lived long enough um so it yeah it was i really enjoyed the narration as well i thought the woman did a magnificent narration of this thing It was great to listen to it on a good player, too, where I could sit back and read it and enjoy mm -hmm. it and mm -hmm. go forward back if I took an occasional doze. A little doze. I've been there. Uh-huh. Yep. done that? Okay. I can relate in full. Yeah, they do better than any of my sleeping pills ever did. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's bring on Pierre. He wants to comment so uh here you can unmute kathy you'll be next uh i read this week uh the uh the robin cookbook charlatan have y'all read that one yet no you will not believe that ending i okay <laughs> there's no way you will ever see the ending coming all right it was a great book well good i haven't read one of his in years but Based on your recommendation, that may be something I'll do. Cool. Very good. Thank you. Kathy is up next. Hi, everybody. Nice to be here again. Hey, I didn't read this book because I just downloaded it because I forgot about that we were supposed to read it. <laughs> but I love Nora Roberts. But I just wanted to say, I listened to various things and the one thing was a uh, podcast that's called wait wait don't tell me and it's a silly thing on npr but one time they had nora roberts on as a guest and she said she started writing as a young woman because her kids were driving her crazy can you imagine what it would be like without nora roberts <laughs> that's amazing yeah. but she 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 really surprised me. She sounded like a woman. She has a real, real low voice, and she coughed like a smoker. And I'm like, oh my goodness! I I really didn't think that she was going to sound like that. That's funny. You yeah, never know. But anyway, no, you don't. These no, people don't. live on interesting lives. Well, I think she had five children. Yeah. So, 
Oh, that, I, as I remember that, she had five children. But how many books has she written? Oh, my gosh. Holy yeah. Holy. I know. That's astounding. I wish I had just like enough talent in my little finger, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I've mourned that in myself. I look at someone even like, like, like Sherry, who's written her first book, and well, yeah. I'm out here thinking, you know, I don't have what it takes to do that stuff. I wish I did because it would be really fun, but I just, I just I don't have the imagination. That's the problem. Yeah, I just downloaded Abby Taylor's book. Okay. Um, uh, my, oh, what does she call it? It's all about my ideal partner or something like that. Right, right, right. Uh, anyway, I'm going to read that this week. And and right. I'm going to read Nora Roberts. So <laughs> next week, maybe <laughs> I can tell you what I think. But I love Nora Roberts. So I do not like J.D. Robb, though. It's the same person writing. It is. But... You're right. It is. Yeah. So, but I can't stand those books. I just can't no. stand them. The I don't Dallas like them books. Books. No, I don't like them. Nope. Oh, I know I'm in the minority. People just love those things, and I can't. Ugh. I don't like them as well as her books that she writes as Nora Roberts. Well, that's good yeah. To know. That's good to know. Well, I, I made friends with uh, this guy from Newsreel Magazine. He lives in South Dakota, and he loves Eve Dallas. Oh, everybody does. And he hates the Nora Roberts, and I'm like, oh, whatever. That's so weird. Well, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Newsreel will yep, never but... get a review from me about Sherry is up next. Hey, uh -huh. Sherry. All right, guys. So uh, I have really mixed feelings about Nora Roberts. Some of her books I love, and I equally dislike others. Mm -hmm. So I didn't read this one because I read the annotation, and I thought, oh, no, I don't want to read about stalking. I have some mental blocks on certain topics and I just couldn't read that one. That makes sense. I really like her fantasies, Three Sisters trilogy and the Dragonheart legacy, which is pretty recent. And one of her sort of romance slash thrillers that I do like is called Blue Smoke, which was from quite a while ago because it must have been on cassette. It's read by Andy, Annie Waters. Who I norm on cassette, I never liked her voice, but on digital, she sounds really nice. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but the whole stalking plot made me really leery to read that book, mm -hmm. so I didn't read it. But I do, I don't like JD Robb, I've never been able to get through the first book of that Good one. For you, I've tried I it. I I've tried better. it several times. So many people I know love that series, I, I know. And I've never been able to get through even the first book. I'm with you on that. I almost feel like a reject because it feels like I'm the only one who just can't <laughs> handle that series. You're and not the I'm, only one anymore. Oh, gosh. And we're right in step on that. I couldn't finish the first book. Yeah. So, ugh. so yes, I, I like, I don't like just Nora Roberts fantasies, although I do like them a lot, but mm -hmm. I just couldn't can bring myself to read this one and yet other of similar types that she's written sort of thriller-ish mm -hmm. although not an intense thriller I like those like Blue Smoke is about a woman who becomes a firefighter and I like that a lot oh, so interesting. yeah, yeah. Well, anyway that, that's all I had to thank say thank you for that that's okay. helpful Gil is next go ahead Gil yeah I wanted to uh, mention uh, Nolan that um, I I don't much care for the Eve Dallas books either. Uh, oh, that uh, makes me feel I, better. 
I've managed to get through a couple, three of them, but uh, it was just getting through them. It was, <laughs> it wasn't really enjoyable. You guys are making but my, my wife loves. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so she reads them all the time. She's read all fifty plus of them, or whatever it is. That's but, astounding. That is amazing. Good for her. Isn't just, that amazing? It, I, it, I just I, can't. I'm just uh, baffled by uh, Nora Roberts' uh, uh, ability to put out so many books. I just, uh, uh, if she's got somebody writing for her, they're awful good. That's right. Uh, you can see why James Patterson puts out so many books. He's got a whole stable of freelancers. Right, exactly. But, but but in her case, where you only see her name on there, wow, who knows? Right, right. And amazing. I, yeah. I like the early Nora Roberts books that were pretty much uh, uh, romance only. And mm -hmm. um, I thought she one of the better writers of, mm -hmm. of pure romance. And, yeah, uh, but but now that she's taken to writing, you know, one of these uh, suspense type romances every one a year, I think she's been doing for quite quite a few years now. Mm -hmm. uh, they're they're just very very good, and very amazing. So uh, really enjoyed this this read this week. My power may go out, and if it does, I'll come back. I just dropped a. <sighs> power supply on the ground. That's happened before I've done yep. oh, a period, a note to Perry. Yes. Why I internal, I need both recordings. Okay. My new piece of software didn't pick up the recordings. This is what, this is why we do this. <laughs> this is why we do backups. Yeah. Yep. So that's just a little fyi talk you will you will have them five minutes after the show is done yeah i just have to put them together for <laughs> the podcast so we do make this available as a podcast so in case you've missed something or whatever the case may be and we'll wait till Nolan. well he'll be back in just yep, a moment nolan will be nolan did leave the meeting so jennifer i guess we'll throw it to you yeah. Well, shine, <laughs> Jennifer. Um, I don't know what does anybody have any ideas of what they want to read next time, or is it, you know, do you enjoy doing these once a month? Is it too much to read if you're involved in other uh, things where you have to read a, a book a month? What? How does everybody feel about it? Let's go to Randy. Randy, you can unmute, and we sh you should be good to go once you unmute yourself. Okay, I'm here. You're good to go. There you Hi, are. everybody. I just wanted to comment. Jenny, I'm sorry I missed what you were asking. but She was just asking about uh, if anybody had... Do, do you enjoy the buddy reads? And if so, does anybody have any ideas? Oh, um, I do enjoy them. I didn't read this one yet, though. It's on my wish list, but I haven't read it, mainly because I have to be in the mood to read Nora Roberts. I'm with Gil. I like her earlier books better. 
like born in fire, born in ice, born in shame, the, that trilogy, and some of the other ones, um, Hold the Dream, that trilogy, just some of the older ones I like better that are more romance than thrillers. But I did enjoy some of her newer ones like Legacy and Hideaway. But I just have to be in the mood to read her. So that was all I wanted to say. Okay. Gil is next. Yeah. um, I have really enjoyed these buddy reads and getting to hear what other people have to uh, say about these, you know, reading these books and hearing what other people have to say about them, their thoughts. And uh, I've really enjoyed that aspect of this, uh, the show. So uh, I hope you continue. And uh, a book that kind of came to my attention as maybe a possible buddy read was the uh, bite of Luna park that was talked about last week. That's just a suggestion. I think we can look at that one, right, Jennifer? Yeah, that is a possibility. I'm open for ideas because I don't want to keep picking the same kind of books. And if anybody has if anybody has any other ideas, just raise your hand and raise your hand and we'll get to you. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Perry? What do you want to read? I'm just one of those. I read a whole lot of different things, and it it just kind of depends on the mood I'm in. To be honest with you, um, I do a lot of sports books. I do a lot of history and all that stuff. That that because what I'll do is I'll read something a history thing, and then I'll go to YouTube and see if I can find any uh, YouTube you know stout coverage of what I just read about or something like that. I can't say that there's anything right off the top of my head that I would would recommend, but I am a big proponent of that and uh, history and sports and a lot, um, all kinds of things. Sometimes I like to read about natural disasters. Yes. And strange, <clears throat> strange things that happened. There was a book that I haven't read it honestly and i keep thinking i will someday about the great molasses flood <laughs> and i just cannot imagine getting flooded with molasses how awful that no. would be. Uh, yeah that would not be good um carl is I can't uh imagine that either. carl is back i'm a weather person too so like if there's a a book on like a, a major hurricane or a tornado or something like that i always try to if I can get my hands on those, I always read those. So if anybody has any good suggestions, I'm always available for those. Carl, are you there? Yes, I am here. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. And, and I don't know that Nolan's back, but I I want to Nolan first is not say, back. Okay. I just want to say in defense, I like J.D. Robb. Okay. So there. Um, I, I, I'm a science fiction <laughs> fan anyway, and those books are are science fiction and such. I think, I guess I think the the romance if you want to call it that and the nice thing you want to call it between her and her husband is a bit much 
um, tell you the truth. I don't know that that's realistic, but I do like the, I mean, the, I mean, the books are science fiction. So anyway, I'd like those. But I wanted to say the comment about the Great Molasses Flood. You really have to read that book. It's fascinating. <laughs> and I, I never heard about it until I read this, but I think it what, was in 1919 or something like that. And there was yeah. like three feet deep of molasses in the streets. Oh, this place. Wow. I mean, it's, it's astounding. And it, I had never heard about it. It's a great book, though. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine seeing uh, that kind of flo molasses flooding. That I. That oh, I. Oh, the the smell of it would be enough to. Make it would you be. <laughs> Caught a You'd never want to eat it again. You never want to eat it again. You know, that's for sure. Yeah. We have two Let more me, We do. Let me, what on earth? Sherry is next, Bill. Can you hit the button for her? Because I need to, for some reason, Jaws is causing me. Wait just one second. There she is. There, I got her. Sherry, you're, you should be good now when you un want to unmute. Okay. Um, there you go. So if you like things about tornadoes and hurricanes, mm -hmm. have you read Isaac Storm yet? No, I have not read that one. It is on Bard and Audible. Um, it's about the terrible hurricane that hit Galveston in 1900. It's a true story. And then in terms of of uh, Tornadoes, have you read The Mercy of the Sky? I have not read that one either. That's about also true about um, tornadoes that hit in Norman, Oklahoma in, when was it? Somewhere in, in the 1990s. Or uh, probably probably yeah, probably 1999 was, was that. It, it might have been that one. Is that or yep. 2013? It was very good. The woman who wrote it, she was from there she didn't live there anymore but she grew up in that area and her mother was you know out of contact for a while after the tornado so at the time it happened she didn't know if her mother was alive or not and she that, it's very very good yeah that 1999 tornado if you guys if you do anything on youtube may 3rd 1999 was that tornado and if you just listen to some of that um yeah. you can hear the even the cell phones were having trouble. I mean, because yeah. the, the reporters um, that were covering the storm were having trouble communicating back to the TV stations. Yeah. Now, in and today's we, world, of course, we've, we're way more advanced. Yeah. <laughs> For fiction about that kind of thing, there's a book called Twister by Jack Bickham. It's I fiction. have read that one. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Mm -hmm. And then for history, have you read Jeff Shara? I have not. S-H-A-A-R-A. -A -A. Uh, he's written a lot of, he's written books about World War II, World War One, the Korean War, the Civil War. But my particular thing of him, and I've read all of his, is he has a two book uh, set on the American Revolution. And the first one is called Rise to Rebellion. It's part of how I became an absolute passionate enthusiast of that era and they're sort of non-fiction novels almost because he writes mm -hmm. from the point of view of real people in this case john adams ben franklin 
a British guy, I always forget his name, and I forget the other one that he writes about. And he takes everything from sources, from their writings, from the writings of other people who were there, but he writes it like a novel. So it's all legit, but all of his books are done like that, and they're fabulous. Oh, there I go. Now I have some really now I have some new recommendations I can get. <laughs> I'm I'm very interested in history. It's funny, I didn't like history in school, but through historical fiction I came to love history. So I'm always on the lookout for new authors in that genre. Yeah, I, I that has always been something I've been uh, and my parents taught me at a young age, always appreciate your history. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Always appreciate yeah. it, and you know le we learn from from the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we move forward with it. So yeah. that's what they always taught me, and that's. Well, give Jeff Shara a try. Rise I will do that. Rebellion. Okay, I will do that. That's it for me. Okay, that's great, Sherry. Yeah, it is. And Jennifer, we have no more hands. <laughs> uh, means that we've got to talk. We've got to cover. Yep. <laughs> so, Bill, what about this? Are you ready to talk about the series that you finished that you said you thought you'd be ready to talk about this week? Well, I don't know if I'm finished with it yet. I started reading some books. Let me think of the guy's name here. Just a second. Um, Stuart Woods. That's his name, and it's called the Chief Series. That's what I've been reading about, and it comes in a trilogy. Well, there's several sets to the several books in the series, and it's all about a small town in Georgia called Delano, Georgia. And it's all based around, it all starts with police chiefs. And... It centers around a character by the name of Billy Lee and Billy Lee Sr. Then it switches to Will Lee, who, like his father, well, his father went on from living in Delano to be elected to the governor of the state of Georgia. And then Will Lee, in the third book, was elected to the Senate from the state of Georgia and later went on to be elected as president of the United States. But all the situations they get into, and there's a lot of characters, and they're really done well by Stuart Woods. He um, brings out the characters and the division in the town back, you know, Starting back in the early 20s, we, we acknowledge the end. I'll be done here in just a second. All the way up through almost the present and the, the Delano's first black chief and how hard that was that to be done. And, and uh, it's, it's a great book if you like Stuart Woods. He wrote a lot of books over the years wow. so i think we got we we will i have a i do have one historical recommendation i'll give that to you but we want to hear from the callers first so 
Don, if you want to unmute, Don's going to help us out here. <laughs> Bill and I are kind yeah. of filling in for Nolan, Don, so you get to help us out. Oh, great. Uh, excellent. Uh, I just wanted to step in here for a second while uh -huh. we're talking about uh, 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 all kinds of weird uh, natural disasters and things of that sort. Uh, I just got in a book called Halsey's Typhoon. Uh, this is about a typhoon. Uh, it's about, uh, uh, let me see here. Oh, it says a true story of a fighting admiral. We, we know that from Halsey's name, an epic storm and an untold rescue. Uh, like I say, just got this in, so I haven't read it yet. But uh, uh, this is a story of a, a typhoon that took place in the latter part of World War II out in the Pacific uh, far out in the Pacific that really did happen. And I think my dad was actually out in that at some point, wow. although I never asked him where he was when that happened. But at any rate, uh, apparently there was a rescue that we haven't heard about that took place during this incident. And, uh, several ships were lost and, you know, in real life and, uh, a lot of things happened. So if you're historically oriented like myself, uh, this one would probably be a good one to read. Very good, Don. Uh, Gil, Gil is next and then Pierre. So, Gil, you're up first. Okay. Um, well, there's a very, very short book that I really uh, enjoyed. Uh, it uh, is called Green City, and it's uh, how... Uh, uh, a community survived a tornado and uh, rebuilt for a sustainable future or something like that is subtitle. And uh, I think it's 17 minutes long. It's by Alan wow. Drummond. And it, it's about the, the city of Greenville, Kansas, that was pretty much totally destroyed by a tornado. And, and then the measures they took when they rebuilt to become a green city, basically. And uh, wow. for 17 minutes, it's it's a very interesting book. I would and think so. Also, I I wanted to mention that uh, I experienced that uh, tornado in 99 uh, in mm -hmm. May. Uh, my father-in-law's funeral was that day in Wichita, Kansas, and uh, they got tornadoes, too, from that. Yeah, they did. And those are the tornadoes, Gil, that really don't get discussed from that day. Right, right. And uh, we were out eating when it hit Wichita, and uh, we we had a heck of a time getting back to my friend's house because we'd turn down a street and there'd be a tree blocking the whole street or a limb blocking the whole street or so much debris that uh, and there were power lines down everywhere and uh, it was it was tricky getting home. <laughs> I'll bet. But you're right. Those are the tornadoes in Kansas. You hear it mentioned if you if you watch on YouTube some of the coverage of it. You know, you hear, oh, there are tornadoes to the north of us in Kansas, but you don't see the coverage of those tornadoes like you see down in Oklahoma. And, and you're correct. There were tornadoes in Kansas that day, too. Yes. Good job. Pierre, you're up. I think he's up. Maybe he's up. I sent him the unmute. There, we'll I'm, send it to him again. I'm in another screen. <laughs> there we go. 
where we're getting ready to sign off. Are so you there, Pierre? I am. There he is. Go ahead. It got it got me off somewhere. I don't know where it was. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, I've read at, at Stuart Woods all the Stone Barrington books. <clears throat> I, I've read every one of them. And now I'm getting ready to read Brett Battles has agreed to take up the Stone Barrington series. And so I'm getting ready to read the first two books in the Stone Barrington series written by Brett Battles. What happened to Stuart Woods? He died. Oh. That would, get... be a, that would be a reason he's not right, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wondered why, you know, because he, he did some early good work and he did, the books were becoming a little bit predictable in that Stuart, you know, in the Stone Barrington series. It's always good, though, when somebody agrees, you know, that to take if it's a good series to take it up and, and keep it going, you know, because if, if people read it. Doesn't always work. That's something. No, doesn't always. About next week. But there are authors who have picked up a series. For example, what's the one, the guy, the P.I. out of Boston? What was his name? Um Jenny, maybe you can help me. I want to say Parker, but... Oh, Robert Parker. Robert Parker. His, the person that took that series over, it seems like the the PI that he was writing about seems like it didn't go as well. Yeah. Real quick, though, I know we're just about out of time, but I do want to make the recommendation. We were talking about historical. If you want to read about... Uh, the assassination of President Kennedy in 63. Clint Hill, K-L-I-N-T-H-I-L-L, -L, has several books. And uh, th those are very good books. And he, he will take you through what actually happened that day. You know, for, he co covers the whole trip. And it starts and, you know, it goes clear through the funeral and everything. He was Mrs. Kennedy's Secret Service agent. So... That's somebody that, you know, that's not somebody that's making something. That's that's somebody who was actually there. It's a very fascinating reading. It is. And it is. It's very And I suppose it's 5 o'clock, Bill, so I will <laughs> throw it to you. Yeah, I think so. Hopefully Nolan will be all right and there's no real problem. I'm going to try to hit this magical button and say thank you. Well, thank you, everybody.